ذنوبكم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اني اسالك حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغني حبك او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مسوسكت علماء الكرام برادرز ان الدرس في ان ذيس مبارك ديز and on the almost on the eve of the very very great ibadat of hajj there are those who have already gone for hajj perhaps some might be still going and the rest of us may not physically be there but our hearts and minds should be nevertheless directed to this great ibadat and we should be still deriving the lessons that come with this great ibadat among the many many lessons one very great lesson that we learn from this lesson from this ibadat of hajj such a great ibadat among the pillars of islam which becomes compulsory on a person once in his lifetime if he has the means such a great ibadat but this entire ibadat is a manifestation of love unfortunately it gets done sometimes just as a kind of mechanical fulfillment of the rites of hajj whereas if one ponders over all the aspects of hajj then it is entirely an expression of love when a person embarks on hajj he has to leave his home leave his family behind and he goes leave everything behind and he goes towards baitullah this is the expression of love that he leaves everyone and everything behind for allah taala then when he gets there before he gets there he divests himself of all his fancy attire and whatever else all the trimmings and trappings that he so accustomed to and whatever he desires so much and then he dons two plain pieces of cloth the ihram that ya allah i don't have any desire for anything i have given everything away everything out of my life i only desire your love then he comes and he's going around the kaaba sharif making tawaf like a person madly in love going looking for the beloved then the kaaba sharif is such a great place and one salah at the kaaba sharif in the masjidul haram is multiplied a hundred thousand times compared to elsewhere such a great reward for performing one salah in the baitullah yet when the days of hajj come he is now told you leave all this and you go to mina mina is a place where now there's something that have been built up otherwise it was completely barren and then from mina he will go to arafat which is still completely uninhabited 
And then from Arafat, he'll come back to Muzdalifa. And from Muzdalifa, he'll come back to Mina. And all this movement from place to place. Whereas he was in Baytullah, he could have been performing so many salah there, performing each salah and getting 100,000 rewards. But no, he's in search of the love of Allah Ta'ala. And in order to gain the love of Allah Ta'ala, and to gain his beloved, he understands that this will come through the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala's command is that now you leave Baytullah and you go to Mina, he's ready for that. And now you leave Mina and go to Arafat, very well. And he's barely just settled himself in Arafat. Now you move, you don't even perform your Maghrib Salah there. You move and perform your Maghrib Salah in Muzdalifa. Even though the time might pass. That's the order of Allah Ta'ala, so that's what he does. And then now he's barely come and reached Muzdalifa late at night. Early in the morning you move on to Mina again. All these are acts that are expressions of love for Allah Ta'ala on the order of Allah Ta'ala. So in any case, this is that lesson, this is that message, that a mu'min, mu'min, his heart is to be filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala, and this is what he is, everything he does is motivated by this love. This is that message and lesson that we have to ponder over, and that we have to make an effort to bring deep down in our lives. Because apart from love, is nothing that really can drive a person forward to do what he's supposed to do. It is love that is the food for the soul of insan, the heart. If there is a love of Allah Ta'ala, then the love of Allah Ta'ala in the heart, that is the food for the heart. And if this is missing, then the person can have anything and everything. But without the love of Allah Ta'ala in the heart, there will be a terrible void. And the person will be trying to fill this void with various things, artificially. But that cannot do any good for him. It will give him some kind of temporary, uh, some kind of deceptive feeling of some sort. But he's like the person on a drug. He gets some kind of kick for a while, then he's worse off. The person keeps trying to fill that void with something artificial. So the food for the soul is this love of Allah Ta'ala. In the Hadith Sharif, one of the du'as of Rasulullah Sallallahu is mentioned, Allahumma rzuqni hubbak. Urzuqni, the word urzuqni is from rizq. Allah, give me the rizq of your love. Now just as we understand the word rizq for the stomach, that a person eats rizq, he eats food for the stomach, the rizq for the heart is the love of Allah Ta'ala. If the stomach doesn't get its nourishment and food, the person will start starving. And the pangs of hunger will make him very restless. If the heart doesn't get its risk, the risk of the love of Allah Ta'ala, then the heart will be restless. Like the stomach is empty, the stomach will be restless and the whole body will be restless. If the heart is empty of the love of Allah Ta'ala, it will just be a deception from outside. The person will be seeming to be enjoying something, but if that heart is empty of the love of Allah Ta'ala, that will be restless, it will be forever restless. Then it is this love of Allah Ta'ala alone that truly can make difficult things easy. Love in itself has that effect. It makes what is very difficult very easy. People have love of things, love of dunya, illicit love Allah forbid. It makes the most difficult things for them very easy. The person is prepared to put his whole life on the line sometimes for something that he loves dearly. And sometimes that love is very, very detrimental for him. 
very harmful for him. He can see his whole life collapsing around him. But that love has overtaken him. So he's ready to see everything collapse around him. He's ready to see everybody getting hurt around him. But that love that has taken control of his heart, that has now taken control of him. So everything else is secondary. That is first. When the love of Allah Ta'ala comes in the heart of a person, what perhaps might have been regarded as difficult sometimes, the love of Allah Ta'ala makes it very easy. The person couldn't make Manage to wake up for Fajr maybe. But when the love of Allah Ta'ala comes, then let alone wake up for Fajr, he is waking up before Fajr. Well before Fajr. He is waking up for Tahajjud also. When the love of Allah Ta'ala comes, then the difficult things become easy. And he refrains from what Allah Ta'ala is displeased with out of love. One is that a person is motivated by fear. Fear is also a motivating factor. Sometimes we motivate a child through fear. But that is short-loved. As soon as that apparent fear is out of the way, the child thinks that well, now I can get away with what I want to do without getting caught. Then that motivation of fear fails. Because that motivation of fear is only to the extent that the person fears the consequence. And if it appears to him that I'll get away without getting caught, then he'll do what he wants. But the motivation of love is very different. The motivation of love, the person doesn't look left and right to see who's watching. The person doesn't think about what the consequences might be if I don't do this. He is motivated from within himself, I want to do it. So the person has developed the love of Allah Ta'ala in his heart, then that drives him to do what has to be done, not because of any fear, but because of the love of Allah Ta'ala. So these are the very essential things that are necessary, that the, the very essential aspect of this love of Allah Ta'ala that is necessary for us, because this is what will truly motivate us to obey Allah Ta'ala. And will truly motivate us to stay away from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Now the question and the big question is, that how is this love acquired? Because this is the most essential thing. That if that love of Allah Ta'ala is there, then the path is open. Then a person doesn't need to be dragged along, he will be driving others along. So every mu'min in his heart, there is a love of Allah Ta'ala. There is no doubt about it that if there was no love of Allah Ta'ala at all, he wouldn't have iman also. There is, iman, there is that love of Allah Ta'ala is there in the heart of every mu'min. But now a person sometime might have seen some ember, that ember is like almost like not even visible that there's any fire in it. There's fire there. But if you look at it, it seems like it's a dead coal. But then sometimes there's a little gust of wind, or a person fans it a little, and then he sees some redness already there. It shows there was fire in it, but it was so low that you couldn't even see anything. And if you stood next to it, you couldn't feel any heat. And if somebody uses that ember to cook, there's fire in it. But maybe the whole year will go past, he won't get his pot of food cooked. So that love is there, like that ember is, there's fire in it. But now it needs to be fanned. Now the person stands there to fan it. And after fanning it for a short while, suddenly now the flames start rising. And then the flames start rising, then it starts lighting things around it. And a short while it's a huge fire. 
Then now it's giving heat as well. And now you put something to cook on it, then in minutes that thing is ready. That piece of meat is ready in minutes. So what became the difference? That now it was fanned, so it brought the flames up. Now that fire is burning intensely. Now it's, what couldn't happen in a year is happening in minutes. Because that love has been, that fire has been intensified. Likewise in the heart of every mu'min there is this love of Allah Ta'ala. But unfortunately it is very very on a low ebb generally. And if we look deep down in our hearts, then if we cannot detect what is there, then what is our day to day life will become the indication. How easy it is for us to perform our salah. How easy it is for us to just drop everything that we are doing for the sake of the call of the Mu'azzin. How easy it is for us to protect our gaze from haram. How easy it is for us to refrain from talking things that are forbidden, making zibad, lying, slandering, talking nonsensical things, talking vulgar things, using vulgar languages. How easy it is for us to keep our hearts occupied in that which is beneficial to us in dunya and akhirat, in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, or is our heart immersed in all kinds of evil thoughts, that will give the indication to what is the extent of love in our hearts. Love is there. It's definitely there. But how strong is it? How many flames of love are really rising in it? This will give us the indication. So in any case, we need to fan this love of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. And to the extent this is fanned, inshallah that fire will come alive. That fire of the love of Allah Ta'ala will be intensified. Then we won't be requiring somebody to drag us along to get to the masjid or to drag us away from some sin. Then we will be driven from within ourselves. And such a person will become the means of driving others also towards Allah Ta'ala. So among the things that fan the fire in the heart. There are some of the things which are very simple. And as we started off right at the beginning, that this is the days of Hajj. And this whole journey of Hajj is an expression of love. And as the various aspects were discussed, it's all an expression of love. So we are being given this very great lesson at this time of the year. When we are hearing every day somebody is going for Hajj, what are they going for? Yes, they are going to fulfill this obligation of deen, Allah Ta'ala has made this farz on a person who has the means. But then this is that expression of love that Ya Allah, I want to come. One is to go for Hajj and perform Hajj. The other is to become a Haji. These are two separate things. Many a times a person performs Hajj but doesn't become a Haji. Technically, the Hajj is done. Technically, the obligation is fulfilled. But the Haji is a person who comes back as a true lover of Allah Ta'ala. That he went, he expressed his love and he filled his heart with that love. And now he lives by that love of Allah Ta'ala. So to become a haji is something else. Meaning in the, the spirit of hajj. One is the fulfillment of the obligation and the rights of hajj. That's the easy part. But the acquiring of that spirit of hajj and the essence of hajj, that is what makes a person a haji. Now he lives by the love of Allah Ta'ala. He is driven by the love of Allah Ta'ala. And the love of Allah Ta'ala holds him back from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. So among the things that become a means of a person 
the aspect that motivates a person, or what, what fans this love of Allah Ta'ala, the things that become a means of fanning this fire of love in the heart of a person, some, some of the things, some of the very simple, basic things, one is the tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Obviously it goes without saying, that a person has to make effort to fulfill all the commands of Allah Ta'ala, refrain from every sin, but now we're talking about fanning this love, which will build those flames that make that obedience become easy, make the refraining from the sin become easy. One very important aspect is daily tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Now this is something to check, how much tilawat do we make daily, how much do we take the Quran Sharif in our hands, and look at the kalam of Allah Ta'ala, or recite a memory, how much tilawat has been there in our life, is in our life daily. In one hadith, Rasulullah Sallallahu says, that, وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ الْعِبَادُ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِمِثْلِ مَا خَرَجَ مِنْهُ بِشَيْءٍ بِمِثْلِ مَا خَرَجَ مِنْهُ أو كَمَا قَالُ That the servants of Allah Ta'ala cannot get closer to Allah Ta'ala by means of anything more than that which has emanated from Allah Ta'ala Himself. In other words, referring to the Quran Sharif, which is the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala, the Word of Allah Ta'ala. The person who makes it his daily practice, that the day will not start, let alone pass, that the day should not start until the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala has been recited, the Quran has been recited. When a person starts off his day with news, when a person starts off his day, Allah forbid with something that's completely impermissible. What kind of a day of a mu'min it is where his day has started off without Fajr Salah, without having answered the call of the Muslim, without having placed his head before Allah Ta'ala who gave him life for that day, who has kept him alive that now there's another chance for you. And now the day starts without putting our head down on the ground and thanking Allah Ta'ala by means of fulfilling the Fajr Salah. And thereafter at least some tilawat of the Quran Sharif, a mu'min's day starts off with tilawat. So this is the first aspect. There are many, many details around this. We're just going to touch on the various things, the various points that we need to, inshallah, start helping us to fan these flames. Daily tilawat of the Quran Sharif. If you haven't a daily practice of recitation of the Quran Sharif, we start off with one page. If a person says it's very difficult, I haven't really learned how to recite the Quran Sharif properly, then that becomes our daily recitation. We start learning by somebody. Take 10 minutes a day. We have maybe sometimes one hour a day, more than one hour a day on social media. We have immense time spent on all kinds of futile things. 10 minutes a day, 5 minutes a day. After some salah, somebody or the other will be prepared to teach us. We approach somebody or the other, some hafizah in the community, some alim, somebody else who can recite the Quran Sharif. Give me five minutes daily, and the person will be more than happy to give it to us. But that becomes a starting point to learn how to recite the Quran Sharif. That is going to be the aspect that's going to fan the flames of love. And to recite the Quran Sharif with the intention of acquiring the love of Allah. Ta'ala. One is just to recite it, that too will be beneficial, but to add this intention. Then the second thing, the zikr of Allah. Ta'ala. The zikr of Allah, Ta'ala, this is what fans the flames. When a person keeps talking something, then that starts engulfing his heart. Person keeps talking about dunya, keeps talking about the things of dunya and this investment and that, those figures and the, the figures get longer and longer all the time 
and he's listening to that all the time. In time, then his heart and mind only revolves around that. Then anything and everything, he's thinking only on that. Outside the masjid also is thinking only of dunya, inside the masjid also is thinking of dunya only. Inside his salah also is the same dunya that carries on. Now when the person will start remembering Allah Ta'ala, dedicated time, taking the name of Allah Ta'ala with love, with the intention of acquiring the love of Allah Ta'ala, with that near, that this must become the means of the love of Allah Ta'ala being inculcated in my heart, that too will start fanning this flame of love. And as discussed right at the beginning, we cannot do without this. This is what will make the most difficult things easy. And make the things that are most difficult for us to currently leave out. Make it a pleasure to leave it out. Those sins and those haram things. Because when a person becomes close to Allah Ta'ala, and he sees something becoming a barrier, something becoming an obstacle, something that's going to disrupt this love, and every sin disrupts that love, then he doesn't want to get close to it. Like a person is in love with some insan, and then now he sees that something I'm going to do is going to disrupt this love. And Allah forbid, sometimes people act out all this more in illicit love, which is haram in itself, obviously. Very, very serious haram. That that illicit love, that becomes a complete barrier between a person and the love of Allah Ta'ala. Because now he's given his heart to Ghayrullah in a haram way. And he's given his heart to somebody in a haram way, where is the love of Allah Ta'ala going to come in that heart? So in any case, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, with the love of Allah, with the intention of acquiring this love of Allah Ta'ala. Daily dedicated time. Like that five minutes, ten minutes for tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Five minutes at least, minimum, morning, evening. Five minutes. How much is five minutes? And how much of time is in all our occupation and all our... And let alone whatever is necessary to be done, how much of time in futile things? Five minutes for the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in the morning, in the evening, reciting tasbihat, Durud Sharif, Istighfar, the third kalima. And we do nobody a favor. We don't do Allah Ta'ala a favor. That favor is for ourselves only. We are doing ourselves a favor. Nobody does. The zikr of Allah Ta'ala daily. Then the third thing, some nawafil. Now obviously nawafil, first is the faraiz. A person cannot be now putting effort and attention towards nawafil when he has got his faraiz in place. The first Attention is to bringing all the faraiz in place. A person performing five times salah daily. Because this neglect of salah becomes a major barrier to this love. Then everything else becomes difficult. If that salah is going to be neglected, then Nabi Islam has already stated in the Hadith Sharif that The person who neglects his salah, he'll neglect the other parts of deen to a greater extent. Then he'll get more distance from Allah Ta'ala. And the more a person becomes distant from Allah Ta'ala, the more he becomes closer to shaitan. Then all the handiwork of shaitan becomes very easy. Then to get into all the vices and sin, all the evils, all the wrong, that becomes very simple because now he's on the side of shaitan. So in any case, the faraiz, together with that, the sunnah-e-muakkada, sunnah-e-ghair-muakkada, and some nawafil. When a person is now doing something nafil, some ishaq salah, some awabin, suraka, some ishaq, now he's really expressing love for Allah Ta'ala. And that fans the flames of love also. Like a person now, his employee, he's just prepared to do only exactly by the book. Something is not really in his contract, he says, sorry, it's not written for me. I'm not prepared to do it. He says, well, you'll also get only what's due to you. Now really, that is if he did his work properly. 
But now when he suddenly comes for a small little loan or something, he says, well, you only do your job, so you carry on. To start off with, we haven't even fulfilled what is our obligation correctly. And then now we still want extra from Allah Ta'ala. If Allah Ta'ala just merely gives us one drop of water, that too would be more than what we deserve. If He gave us one crumb of bread only, that too would be far more than we deserve. But despite our weakness, Allah Ta'ala still showers His na'mat upon us. Despite our deficiency, Allah Ta'ala still opens the doors of His rahmat on us. Now, nawafil is something little extra, little bit more. That will at least make up for some of the deficiencies in our farahil. Let alone that we doing anything extra for anybody. We still just probably might just cover up some deficiency in the quality of that farz, if the quantity was in place. So some nawafil daily. Then among the things that fans his love is really that which really a person sacrifices for Allah Ta'ala. When a person sacrifices for Allah Ta'ala, like a person sacrifices for dunya, that dunya becomes beloved for him. Becomes very close to his heart. Person has sacrificed. One is he got something without any effort. It came just, just on the plate. Somebody gave it to him. Some business, etc. Somebody just gave it to him. Ready, all running, up and running. And got it for free. Very often such a thing is neglected easily too. Person doesn't even give it its due attention. Why? It came just on the plate. But that father who worked his whole life for it and brought it up. And from scratch he built it up. Then he sees the smallest loss and it affects his heart. But that person who got it on the plate, he didn't see how, what went behind it. He sees some major loss also sometimes. Okay, don't worry about it, leave it. Because he didn't sacrifice for it. But the person who made day and night one, and he made his blood like water to make it grow, so now he has that appreciation for it. And he has a deep love for it. And he is ready to now sacrifice more for it. And the little bit of loss also hurts him. So we have sacrificed for dunya, that's why dunya became so beloved for us. Now to sacrifice for Allah Ta'ala. The most important thing to sacrifice is the haram desires. That which nafs and shaitan tempts us towards, the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, a person tramples those desires. That I will not give in to this. My heart breaks, it breaks, but I won't break the command of Allah Ta'ala. Now he's sacrificing for Allah Ta'ala. Like a person sees somebody sacrificing for him. Uh, he's sacrificing his time, sacrificing his wealth, sacrificing his family time, sacrificing his business sometimes, just to come and help us. Now one day he did that, two days he did that, our heart goes out to him. Other person is sick or somebody is in some circumstance and somebody else is now going out of his way to... Sac- now he's sacrificing his own time, sacrificing his family time. It really melts the person's heart. Allah Ta'ala is beyond emotion. But Allah Ta'ala sees this banda of mine. Now he's sampling his own desires. But he's not giving in to that haram. And he's doing it for my pleasure alone. Allah Ta'ala then loves him. And that love of Allah Ta'ala intensifies in his heart. So to sacrifice now, to start sacrificing this first and foremost. Then sacrificing our time for Allah Ta'ala. One is the faraiz, wajibat, we come to the masjid in time. That's also a sacrifice of time in some way. That is the essential, that there's no compromise on that. Then a little bit more than that. To help the deen of Allah Ta'ala. To take some time out to assist others for the deen of Allah Ta'ala. To serve humanity. To do all this for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Some sacrifice, sacrifice of our wealth. Whatever we can, some little bit. To help the servants of Allah Ta'ala who are in difficulties. For the cause of deen. 
So the sacrifice of our time, sacrifice of our wealth, sacrifice of our energies. To the extent we will do this, this will inculcate the love of Allah Ta'ala. And then the very, very great thing, and this is what we will, inshallah, finish upon. In the Quran Sharif itself, Allah Ta'ala gives the prescription for in acquiring this love of Allah Ta'ala. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَخْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ That Rasulullah is being instructed that you announce this. قُلْ to everybody, that if you are truly, you are true in your claim, in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, you are true in your claim that you love Allah Ta'ala. So what you should do? Fattabi'uni. Follow in my footsteps. In the footsteps of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Follow his Mubarak way of life. Follow the way that he has shown. Follow his beautiful and noble example. What will be the outcome of this? Yuhbibkum Allah. Allah Ta'ala will love you. Our whole concern right now is to acquire the love of Allah Ta'ala. Here the promise is being made, you will become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. One is to be the lover. The lover sometimes he has intense love, but he hasn't become beloved yet. That love of his is being rejected. But when he becomes the beloved, then the road is open. Then the road is open because he's, now he's become the beloved. Here the whole concern and the discussion was how to acquire the love of Allah Ta'ala. Meaning to become lovers of Allah Ta'ala. The promise here is you follow the footsteps of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You will become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. Yuhribkumullah. Wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum. And Allah will forgive your sins. So this is a very very important and essential aspect. Together with all this dua. Can we imagine who was closer to Allah Ta'ala than Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Who could have loved Allah Ta'ala more than Rasulullah Sallallahu Nobody could come close to a, the extent of his love to a fraction also. But despite that, he is still making dua. Allahumma rzuqni hubbak. Ya Allah, bless me with your love. Grant me the rizq of your love. Allahumma inni saluka hubbak. Ya Allah, I ask you for your love. How much of love? Allahumma jal hubbaka ahabba ilayya min nafsi wa ahli wa min al-ma'il barid. Ya Allah, make your love so intense in my heart. Ahabba ilayyam in nafsi more than I love myself. A person, he loves everybody, but after all, he loves himself more. And sometimes we love ourselves so much, we can't stop singing about ourselves. All the time, something, somewhere, we must talk about I. What a great I I am. Here, we are being taught, Ya Allah, make your love more greater than my love for myself. My love for my family. Amin al-ma'il barid, on a hot day, intense heat, and a person is parched with thirst, and somebody brings cold water to him, that has its own special feeling. Ya Allah, make your love more beloved to me than that also. That a very special love. Now this is that extent to which Nabi Islam is making dua for this love. We make dua for our businesses to prosper, we make dua for our children to become very successful in their exams, we make dua for all kinds of things of dunya, well and good, provided it's within the limits of deen and shariat. Have we made dua, Ya Allah, I need your love. Ya Allah, bless me with your muhabbat. Ya Allah, fill my heart and grant me the nourishment, make my heart get filled with the risk of muhabbat. This is what we have to do, this is the lesson of hajj. These are the days of hajj, the hujjaj have gone for hajj. Everything about hajj is an expression of love. And how much of this love is in our lives, we have our own yardstick to judge. 
how much are we in accordance our life in accordance with the way of Allah the command of Allah Ta'ala, the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu we are absolutely in need of inculcating this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts and these are the simple prescriptions Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah